Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On today's Chewing the Cud, we'll be talking Take That, Share, Ring Slip, and Jurassic Jeff, and we'll be meeting the fantastic hardcore punk band, the Dead Retinas. That's all coming up in episode 11, Retinal Family Mode. Welcome to Chewing the Cud, episode 11, recorded on Sunday the 22nd of July 2018, live from Islington Mill here in Manchester. I'm Neil Wilkinson, how are you doing? Hope you're alright. I'm here with my fellow hosts as usual. I've got Lee seated next to me. Hi Lee. Hello. You alright? I am super Oh, good. <laughs> and I've got Mike here as well. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. And you two are going to be dealing with all of our showbiz and social trends mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. as always. And to my left, I've got uh, two technical gentlemen. There's the hand of Dean Ruffley, <laughs> <laughs> who is dealing with all of our cameras and that. And we've also got Simon Peel over there. Hi. Can we see your hand? Uh, well, he's, no. he's waving it, but I don't think we can see it. Uh, there's, there, yeah. <laughs> there's Sam Peel taking care of all the sound. Uh, we've also got uh, Adrian Perrett, who's uh, in the pigeon coop, making sure that we don't mess up too much. Otherwise, he gives us a slap, you see. Um, but uh, we are now live across the internet on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Chewing the Cud. Uh, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Cudcast.com. Uh, we are all over the place. Give us a like and a follow if you're on any of those places. And also, if you're on iTunes, give us a give us a review, a five-star review. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Um, and we've got some guests this week. We are welcoming the Dead Retinas hardcore punk band to uh, Chewing the Cud to have a little chat with us. Um, so even if that may not be... The the first place you go to for music, even if you are perhaps an ABBA fan, um, or perhaps you like Take That, you know, just you just uh, just hang about because Dead Retinas they may tickle your fancy. So have a listen later on. Um, so uh, if people want to get in touch and ask questions to the Dead Retinas, how or even us, you can speak to us and ask us questions. You can ask Lee where he got his lovely T-shirt from if you want to. Um, <laughs> will he be divulging that information? No. No, so don't ask him that. It's a mystery. <laughs> so, but uh, if you want to ask any other questions of us, or just chat generally, how do people do that? So you can find us on our website, which is kudcast.com. You can find us on twitter.com at kudcast. Uh, Facebook is also kudcast, and Instagram is kudcast too. We can also email us at studio at kudcast.com. So if you're in any any doubt whatsoever, just search the word kudcast. We've had a, a very busy week, all of us this week. Um, what have you been up to? 
Well, well, that was a pause, wasn't it? I was, I was gathering my thoughts then. Um, I, I, it was the last week of term for me, so um, schools are out for summer. Really, all of them? All of them. Everyone in the whole world um, <laughs> are out right. for summer. Um, so there was a lot of um, there was kind of um, like proms. Oh yeah. Did you have a prom when you were at high school? I did, but I didn't feel involved. I was too old to have a prom. We didn't do those things. No. Our, our prom was banned. Why? There was, there was a conversation about alcohol content. And oh, oh. Well, it didn't happen. Even primary school children get proms now. Children who are leaving nursery get a prom. Get like um like um um. You know the little hats on and the little coats. Oh, really? Graduation. It's all up on a bit, yeah. So there was a lot. So that that causes quite a lot of trouble because you know, obviously, kids want like fancy clothes and um, stretch limos and stuff. It's very Americanized. Oh dear, uh, yeah, me. it's 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 no bit, need, isn't yeah. there? No, stretch limo at that age is that not just a, a big trike? The little tykes cars <laughs> yeah. sell a taped together. Exactly. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of that going on, and there was also a lot of teacher presence. There's a lot of um, sort of one on in getting your teacher the best present ever oh yeah so um yeah <laughs> like what like like one uh, one teacher was showing me like um uh, a portrait that she had painted f- from a from a parent but it was all done in like cartoon dc style um and it was like properly really? yeah you wouldn't go to the effort would you i wouldn't well, you know, they're leaving, so why would you bother? You're never going to see that teacher again. <laughs> yeah. what, you know. what happened to just nip into the shops for a box of Quality Street? A, a, an old mm. bunch of carnations that exactly. are wilting slightly. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that has been... From the petrol station. Yeah. From the petrol station. <laughs> petrol station yeah. I, I, to be fair, I got a box of chocolates. But you're not a teacher, though, are you? No, but, you know, I... I I'm there. You're there. I am there. You're at the school. I am at school. Um, I stole the, the chocolates from the staff room. Um, so technically they were given to me. Oh, well, there we are. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So, that, yeah, that was my week. Okay. What have you been up to, Mike? Oh, a couple of things. So I, I've ha- I had a date. Have you? An oh. actual date. Really? Really. Uh, well, I say that, um, he decided not to attend. Oh, oh no! So I got stood up on a date. Um, oh, that's terrible! It is. So when I finally found out why, it was because of my ring. <laughs> so I have a Tiffany ring, right? Um, that I wear on that hand because um, I bought it with some of my grandparents' inheritance money, mm. and it stays on that that hand. But it does swap to the other hand as well. Yeah, I've forgotten to take it off that hand. Oh! So he thought I was married. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So it's like, yes. Um, well, why have you put it on that finger then? Well, because when I'm at work and things, I'm using a mouse all day and it clangs about because it's a very heavy ring. So it naturally, I slip it on the other finger. <laughs> Sorry, it's not oh, funny. I know, it is funny. It is, it's loaded. <laughs> um, so it, it, it lives on my right hand, but when I'm at work and things, I put it on my left hand. Oh. And because I've put on quite a bit of weight recently, it's a bit difficult to slip it on and off on my right hand. So my ring's a little bit tighter than I'm used to. Is it? So yes, we've <laughs> got a tight ring, Mike. Got a tight ring. Um, so yeah, he decided that we weren't going to go on a date because I married and decided not to tell him. Really? Did you did you did you give him that story? I I, gave, I explained the ring and, and what happened, and he still didn't believe me. Oh, he thought I was okay. married. Oh no! After talking for a good few weeks on a networking oh. application. Oh, that's so it's like hmm, okay. Oh dear. Never mind. Um, but because of that, I've actually gone on a diet. And well, that and other things, you know, the, to make fa- your ring smaller. To make my ring smaller, <laughs> and the fact that my clothes don't fit anymore, and I'm ripping pants left, right, and centre when I bend down. Oh, I know the feeling. So I've, I've started drinking Huel, Huel? which is meal replacement. 
So it's complete meals in one. Mm. And it's actually quite tasty. Because mm. I've had like, um, other like, diet shakes and stuff and they mm. taste foul. Yes. Um, this actually quite, tastes quite good. It's vanilla flavoured. So. Is it a smoothie? It, it's, it's a shaky thing. Okay. So you shake it. Not a smoothie. Not a smoothie, no. It's a shaky thing. Uh, it tastes really good. So yeah. It okay. looks like tea. It does look like tea, but that's because I put a bit of instant coffee in it for a bit of variety. Oh, lovely. Does it fill, does it fill it one does. up? It does. I feel full afterwards. It's a proper meal. Do you have a full feel? A full feel. Feel full. Feel full. <laughs> Sorry, full feel. A carry on joke. Yeah, it is indeed. <laughs> um, I went to see the film Whitney this week. Uh, which I was, was mentioning last week. Mm. Um, it's a lot better, actually. I think the Whitney film is better than Can I Be Me because it talks to members of the family who weren't previously willing to be on camera. Mm. Uh, Bobby Brown's in it. Is he? <gasps> yes. He's looking a bit rough, isn't he? Oh, yes. Um, he didn't want to talk about drugs at all. No. Why would you want to talk about drugs? That's, That's got nothing to do with Whitney's life. <laughs> I was say, it's got a lot to do with the death. Well, yeah, and, and um, the interviewer says, well, we can't really talk about the last half of Whitney Houston's life, can we, then, if we're not going to talk about drugs? And then he never appeared in the film again. Oh. Right. So he's still got a bee in his bonnet about that sort of thing. Well, isn't the rumour that he started her on them? No, what actually happened was, sorry if you're going to watch the film, uh, but just, just to spoil it for you, um, <laughs> it's actual, it's, it's documented fact. Um, so uh, Whitney... And her family were more on the druggy side of things. Oh. And Bobby Brown was more on the alcoholism sort of side of things. Oh, right, okay. And together, they joined forces and made um, druggy alcoholism happen. Um, and that's, that's, that was her downfall, really. I'm blaming him, personally. You're blaming him? I personally am, yes. Hmm, interesting. Um, but, you know, drugs and alcohol don't mix, do they, really? And No, mm. just stay with alcohol like normal people. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or cake. <laughs> cake. Cake's cake. always good. Go for cake instead. Yes. Uh, so it's time now to cross to the middle of the desk where Lee is waiting poised I am with showbiz. news about showbiz. Mm. So I thought this week, as we, we have got a hardcore punk band in, um, I'd talk about Take That. Take That, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Known for their hardcore punk. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Um, so Take That have announced a 30th anniversary Greatest Hits tour for next year. 30 years of Take That. Would you, is it really? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? We oh. have a picture of them as uh, when they first came out. Oh, um, look at yeah, them. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there, isn't there? Are they too young for us now in that picture? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Not for you, Mike. Oh, no. Does that not break your rule? Um, so, yes. So, so, they have, so, in 2019, they're going to have a Greatest Hits tour. Um, and um, they will also be releasing a Greatest Hits album as well. Um, not, they're not all there, though, are they? Well, yeah, th this is what they look like now, oh, what do we think. Dear. Well, we can tell 30 years have gone by. <laughs> Time has not been kind to the oh, take I, don't know. I mean, Gary Barlow looks quite good, doesn't he? But he's boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Robbie's obviously not there. I've always, I've always um, had a soft spot for Howard. Howard. Yeah. I know, you do, you do, he doesn't have to speak. He doesn't have to speak, it's fine. It just okay. has to look pretty. Um, well, we're not sure at the moment whether Robbie will join them or whether the other one, what was the one that... <laughs> <laughs> Jason Orange. Jason Orange, yes. Um, I saw him once up close. Did you? Yeah. Was he orange? Uh, no, he was um, uh, very defined and, and Very muscly. defined? Yes, he was. He oh. was very I was looking. Did he stop off? Uh, no, but ah, you can okay. tell underneath that <laughs> people's right, clothes okay. whether they're um, that or thin, yes. can't you? Yeah. So they're, they're not sure if uh, if Robbie. I'm sure. I imagine they will. He will at some point. Um, and um, so, and also they they've done this band, the musical, the band, which I've been to see, which is quite good. I quite liked it. Take that, that musical. 
it's the Take That musical, kind of. Um, and that's going to be made into a film in America. Really? Mm. Why is it being made in America? Um, because it is. Because I presume, because there's lots of more money in America, and I would imagine that because it's not about Take That. Oh, um, I see. They okay. will remove Take That songs and put, I don't know, Backstreet Boys songs in. Or, <laughs> so it's not or, like the Spice Girls film? No, it's not about them. No, um, because there was a Spice Girls musical as well, wasn't there, which is there completely was, different. Yes, yes. So it's, kind of, it's, it's along those lines. So, yes, so um, Take That 30th anniversary. Do you, do you have a favourite Take That song? Um, what no. was the one? Do you remember? Because Dean's got some involvement with Take That. Haven't you? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Long time ago. What was that? You said that they ought to do it. You, did you say, was it Nigel Martin-Smith you said? Yeah. that? You, yeah, when they were doing all the uh, tours around the clubs and things like that and they mm. weren't really getting anywhere or breaking into the, uh, you know, into the charts. I said, what you should do is you, you should have a... Um, um, do, a, do a cover and that'll break them and then you can oh. put, put in all their other bits and a few months later they did a cover and they made it whether that was anything to do with me I have no idea it's, uh, it's all down to Dean take that <laughs> yeah. it's all Dean's fault what was the, what was the cover do you remember I can't remember it was, I can't only remember. takes a minute <laughs> oh yes that's the yes well done yeah, well done me yeah that was the cover they did mm. before they could start bringing in their own stuff so. yes yeah. I really enjoyed that I sometimes I put now 22 on mm-hmm because it's on my phone, mm-hmm. and I listen to that. And you do the backflips as well? The backflips? Yeah, because that's what they did in their video, didn't they? Do I take my top off and ride the around the place? In jelly. In jelly. Mm. Get on my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Yes, I do do that. Yes, I do yes. do right. that in my flat. Lovely. Um, and then we're going to talk about the X Factor judging panel, which kind of seeks with Take That, because, um, yes, here, here they are, the new panel. We've got Robbie Williams, his wife... For some strange That's reason. a horrible picture of um, them, isn't it? <laughs> and the one out of One Direction that's not been as successful as the other ones. Which, um, which one's that? He is, um, he's Louis. Louis? Louis Tomlinson. Right. Um, and He could have smiled in the picture for the promo. Well, he stood next to, to Mr Potato Head, isn't he? So he's not... They happy. all look shocking in this picture. I what is it? Is it age or is it bad lighting or why, what? Why are Simon and the, the one that was in One Direction... Like merging into the same person. I don't know. Perhaps that's kind of genetic. I don't know. Um, but yes, they're, so, they're related. Um, well, they're related. Did he, did he not create them? Did he not? I think he not through his trouser area. Not I don't think. <laughs> he is responsible for the boys. So um, Sharon Osbourne is going to be on it, but not on the live things because she can't be bothered. I don't think. Um, oh, she is. The, I love Sharon Osbourne. Mm. She ought to be. I don't know why they changed the lineup all the time. She should just be on it. Well, she's going to come time. back for the live shows, but she's not going to do the audition type thing. Um, and obviously, Louis Walsh is gone. So, who's the one who's going to be kicked off for the live shows then? I don't know. I think because Robbie Williams apparently is going to go on tour at some point during it, that when he's off on tour, then they'll bring Sharon Osbourne in. Wouldn't you have thought that they would have signed them for the entire run of the programme? Yeah, yeah, but I presume they these stars have stuff that's booked years in advance, and they probably offered him like a bajillion pounds, and he was like, mm, I'll fit it in them, but I'm going on tour. You can have my wife if you want. And about seven times that guy. That's good. Great, yeah. Um, I, I'm not quite sure what, what she can bring to it. Ada, I, th- I believe she's called. Who, who is that? She's called Ada Field. And who is she? She's, a, she's an American actress who is married to Robbie Williams. Um, oh, right. Yes, it's his wife. 
Yes. Um, she's been on Loose Women and stuff like that. Oh, has she? Yeah, yeah. That's very mm. similar to our show. Yeah. Um, so, yes, The X Factory's coming back. I presume they will start auditioning in summer, August time. I probably. went to see the live auditions once. Is it very cringe? Yeah. Well, it's weird, actually, because you don't see... You know when you're watching the auditions on X Factor, it's mm. audition, 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 bang, 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 bang. Mm. When you sat there in the audience, it's like half an hour goes by, oh. one person comes on for two minutes... Right. Another half an hour goes by, another person comes on for two minutes. Oh. And they're all pre-selected by the time you see yes. them. Yes. They've gone yeah. through quite a process to get to you. Mm. It's all right. I wouldn't go watch it again, though. It's not you don't, you time. don't do the live thing anymore, do they? The live, the live auditions, auditions? No. no. No, it was crap, no. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, it needs, to, my opinion is it needs scrapping. Just get rid of it. I think it's had its day. Well, when, 2002, did was it, it come something out? Like that? It was a long know. time, isn't it, for yes. a TV show? They're never going to find somebody as talented as Alexandra Burke again, are they? <laughs> what she did doing she now? win? She won it, didn't she? She won it. I think she's doing theatre, yeah. musical theatre. So she won uh, the X Factor singing competition. She mm-hmm. got a recording contract, and now she's doing theatre. Yes, she was in. So she was in the Whitney one. Doesn't say much for um, pop singers wanting to. Well, get you know. Is she the one that covered word. Run? No, no that was Leona Lewis. All oh, right, okay. Oh, I liked Leona Lewis. Whatever happened to her? She covered Run, and it wasn't as good as the original version by Snow Patrol. But that, that one bad hit can't make you disappear forever. Obviously, it can. I think if you sign to his record label, Psycho, we know if it doesn't chart within the top ten, you're gone. Has she been dropped? Mm. Oh she my god! Oh, she's in it with another record company, I believe. But yeah, um, well, yeah. But we don't hear about her. No, no. That's a shame. Are you not bothered? You don't care, not do you? Particularly, she she was. Did you not little, like her? I thought she was in that. She she had a nice voice, but she was dull. Oh yeah, no personality yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear her sing though. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we'll get her on. <laughs> well, you never know. Probably <laughs> she's in Tesco. Come on. Um, so then, finally, because it, it, you know this is like gay Christmas, gay Easter, gay everything all together. Mamma Mia, here we go again has been released. <gasps> oh. oh, look at them all. Um, oh, look at that. Um, so I did go and see this. How many people uh, are in this cast? Well, there must be about 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't give really spoilers away because, you know, it only came out on Friday and people will be will be going to see it. Is there much of a story? Yes, there is, surprisingly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the first one better than this one. Um, but yeah, um, and the songs they're using older ABBA songs or songs that you perhaps don't really know very well. Mm. Album oh tracks God, really? Stuff. Um, so if you're a mega ABBA fan, then you'll know them all. A few hours like sat there going, "What's this song then?" I'd never heard it before. But they have like Waterloo in it and Fernando, and um, they obviously they sing Mamma Mia. All the ones you know. All the ones that you know and love. But you don't go to watch. Mamma Mia to watch ABBA songs that you've never heard of, do you? Well, I think you ca- they couldn't really play all the same ones from the first one. Because that so would just be a the- rip-off, wasn't it? You, so they get all the rubbish ones that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, it, and, and Cher is in it. The Cher. She is in it. No, oh, look. Oh, she's there. Uh, isn't she supposed to be aged up? Isn't she, she's <laughs> no. supposed to, isn't she supposed to be somebody's mother or something? She plays, she plays the grandmother. Of, so she plays Meryl Streep's mother. But she only looks 30. Well, you what? know, she, she doesn't... She, I mean, she looks good in that photograph, but it is clear on screen that she has had a lot of work done. Oh, yeah. A lot of work done. It's, um, she it looks amazing. Smile, it makes me smell. She's aged 
she's had a lot of work done and she's playing Meryl Streep's mum. I know. It's you really think, Would you take that as an insult? I, I, if I was a plastic surgeon, I'd be sat there going, right, what can I do as a new career? Yeah. She, because, she, she's yeah. very, she's, she's like, a, like a doll, a porcelain doll. There's not a huge amount of facial expression going on, um, but she looks good. And um, she's not in it for a long time. She's kind of in it for the last sort of like 20 minutes. She sings Fernando. But because of the film, she is now um, has recorded an album of, of ABBA covers. No, she hasn't. She has. That are, is going to be released in September. Really? Are you yeah. going to be buying it? Uh, I'm not. Do you know what? I'm not a massive music share fan. You don't like Cher's music? Not particularly. Um, but apparently it's, it's done in a different style. Um, so she's like gone. I'm not going to do my impression because Mike. Oh, go on. She's, she's <laughs> gone. Entertain um, everyone. Like, oh, I'm going to break out of this song of Mamma Mia in a share style. That, do you know oh. what that sounds like? That sounds like what's it from, <laughs> from Liza Minnelli, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that was share. It sounds better if you go, whoa, after everything she says. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when, so when, if I, can, can you do an impression of Liza Minnelli? Hello, hello, how are you? It's not Cher. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, look out for that. But I would, you know, I, I like, enjoyed the film. Um, I was with friends, they cried. I didn't cry. I'm dead inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I can't give too much away because, you know, then you'll have, have the story. But they're all back in it. They cried at Mamma Mia. Yeah, there was a lot of people crying. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it happened when I when I saw the original Mamma Mia 10 years ago mm. I had people coming out going oh, it's changed my life mm. it's like it's a I was like, no. Just an ABBA mix with... I was like, oh, so it's nice. Did you actually enjoy the film though? Yeah, yeah. It took a while to get going and um, once um, Julie Walters came on and the lady that plays the other best friend it kind of picked up a little bit um, but you see I have that thing where whenever I watch Mamma Mia I have the French and Saunders sketch in my head. Yes. Um, which I find it really difficult to watch it without giggling at certain mm. parts. Um, and um, because Pierce Brosnan is in it mm. and they haven't allowed him to sing very much. <laughs> <laughs> whenever he comes on screen, I just kick, I just imagine that, that character out of French and Saunders going... Bow, 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 bow. Um, so he's kind of relegated to um, choruses um, with lots of other people singing. Uh, yeah, uh, drowning him out. Drowning him out. Yes, but it is a lovely, lovely film for Cher. Was it, who was the audience for that? Um, ladies of a certain age, mm -hmm. um, homosexuals, right, and um, teenage girls. Really? Because mm. Dominic, what's his face, is in it that the girls like Dominic. Um, oh, I don't know his second name. He plays Sky, who is the boyfriend of. Um, oh, he's that age. Yeah, so he's, he's kind of, of a bit heartthrob age yes. type thing. Yes. I see. But and, and incidentally, it was quite interesting that Samantha Seafried, she's not called Samantha Seafried, um, <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Seafried. Where have I got Samantha Seafried from? I don't know. That's not name. Is that your drag name? <laughs> <laughs> if not, it now is. Yes, um, Samantha. Cool. When they Samantha. filmed the original Mamma Mia, they were going out with each other. They had a little bit of a fling. Did they? And then they split. And then obviously they had to come back together and play um, lovers. Oh, how awkward. awkward. You wouldn't be able to tell, though. So had they had a bit of secret bumming in the caravan that they got, you know, the sort of out, the, the dressing room. If, if it's rocking, don't come knocking. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have that information you weren't to there. hand. You, no. went, you weren't there surfing. No. no. <laughs> so, yes, I, uh, <laughs> I recommend you wait till the DVD comes out, probably. 
And that is the end of Showbiz News. Lovely. Thank you very much for the Showbiz News. Um, and now, at this point, we cross live to Mike. Hello. Who's waiting there, full up on social media trends, waiting to vomit them all out in our direction. <laughs> Fill to the brim, ready to overflow and spill it out. <laughs> um, before I do, Nathan's been on. Um, Leona, um, she had issued with a voice for a while, but she's big in the US. Oh, so that's good news. She I'm hasn't pleased disappeared she's doing completely something. in touch. Big as in she's eating a load of hamburgers and she's bad. Don't know. Not sure. Oh, okay. Possibly, but. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's the first thing you thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Just a case hamburgers. Um, so on okay. social media, there's been a bit of um, an update. So we've not mentioned it before because I tried to avoid it, but there's a living sex doll. There's an artificial intelligence sex doll that you can buy. An artificial intelligence, intelligence sex, sex doll. doll. Okay, so it will react to your mood. It will even decline you for sex if it's not in the mood. Really? Or if, if you mistreat it, it will say, nope, not tonight. Wow. Um, it's got animatronic hands and all the... <laughs> Movable bits that you'd expect from a lady sex doll. Oh, it's a lady. It's a lady sex doll. How do you mistreat a sex doll? You give it a slap about, don't you? <laughs> yes. Really? How dare you run out of batteries? I'm sure dress it really badly and it's not happy. Exactly. Does it have a lightning port to recharge? <laughs> a lightning port to recharge? Mm, in a particular um, place. It doesn't talk no. about the rechargeability. Um, but they've made some they've made some updates to it. Oh. Um, software which, updates. Software updates. Right. Um, the doll now talks philosophy. Oh, it you need that. tells jokes and can be switched to family mode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don't mind my sex doll. Exactly. It's there going so you can take the sex doll to barbecues and it's suitable to be around children. Making polite conversation. What, what is family mode? It, it's literally so it makes polite conversation with people and it's not just saying rude things to people like Do you know I've got this image boy. in my head now of this like naked sex doll at like a family picnic mm -hmm. and they've switched it to family mode and it's going oh hello isn't it a lovely day and everyone's going but if you if you were sat there at a family barbecue <laughs> and there's, there's a sex doll in the corner doll. going you're all right love <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean what, what the hell it, you'd switch it you'd put it away but no, they, it's, it's got a family to... mode, so you could. My first thought when it said a family mode was, well, if you've got a teenage son, oh. um, it'd be nice to share. Because you've the, got the... to buy clothes for it and clothe yes. it. If you're going to sit it, if it's a family mode, <laughs> you're going to have to dress it res like respectively, like respectively. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, mute out all of the the things that you might say during a sexual encounter. Well, that's why it has a family it. mode, so you can turn it into family mode so it won't say I don't say think anything. I'd trust that. You'd have to give it a damn good wash. <laughs> I know. A bit of a wet wipe. <laughs> if you, because if you stand it up on the, the chair, <laughs> it's stuff. gonna, yeah. things are gonna leak out, aren't they? And yeah. it'll be sat there with a wet patch. <laughs> that is the, that is minging. It is. Can you imagine that, Lee? I'm imagining it now. In your, I'm not happy. In your house. I, uh, no, it sh no, I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't, I just, I wouldn't laugh. You know those little scrubbers used to get for like bottles and things and glasses oh. on a coil? You'd have to have a good one of them. Like a wire you? brush? A wire brush. Mm. Just to make sure it's very clean inside before well, your grandma pops around and goes, oh, who's this? Well, no, oh, speaking of. You know, if you went down to a relative's house and there was a sex doll in the corner, that's the first thing on your mind was, oh, I hope that's clean. You, you, you wouldn't be going, um. What? You see, I, I think that the, the law of sort of like awkwardness would kick in. So if you recognised it was a sex doll, you wouldn't say, is that a sex doll? 
because you wouldn't want to know that that's <laughs> I so would. It's, so <laughs> it's like they're going, is that a sex doll? I can't say is that a sex doll because then they'll know I know what one looks like. But maybe the speaking distracts you and exactly. you, you want to speak to it. Uh, do we have a picture of it? Um, we don't have a picture to share. Um, oh. because I think it might be a bit... <laughs> It's, it's, they're a bit graphic of the pictures. Okay. Um, but there are ones of them in the negligee with the nip on. With <laughs> the nip on. And they, they look a little bit like Cher, so um, oh. they have that not movable face. Oh, yeah, I found the picture. Oh, there we <laughs> are. Oh, that is, that is the, I'm, I'm the vacant expression. They're quite lifelike, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's wow. not watching. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cher. I'm not no, sorry, Cher. Okay. Not sorry, Cher at all. Um, so moving on from that, it's 25 years since Jurassic Park this week. <gasps> oh, do you know what? Every every story is making me feel old. We've had 30 years of Take That. We've had 25 <laughs> years of Jurassic Park. Incidentally, there's been no better film of Jurassic Park since the original. They haven't no. made it better, have they? They haven't made it better at all. Um, but luckily, to mark this, um, they did a Jurassic Jeff statue. Okay. Um, so it's um, <laughs> Jeff I like Goldblum. The in the corner yeah. going, what on earth is this? Jeff Goldblum statue to celebrate... Um, <laughs> 25 years of Jurassic Park. Somebody has got a real thing for Jeff Goldblum. They have they? indeed. It doesn't really look like him, though, does it? It, it does. The face doesn't no, look it anything does. like him. It, it, it looks like Jeff Goldblum. You can tell who it is. Well, yeah. So, well, because he's got a shirt, he's got a he's hairy got, chest, got a hairy shirt chest. open. Yes. It's like Jeff Goldblum from the 70s. Mm -hmm. Or in Jurassic Park. No, or, yeah, that's him from Jurassic Park. When is he's that not a sex doll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says no. He talks philosophy. He's got family goals. <laughs> <laughs> Run away from town. Tyrannosaurus Rexes. <clears throat> he walks the dog. You don't run away from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Did you learn nothing? You stand still. No. Well, I'm afraid, no. They see movement. What was it that, you know, there's a bloke sat on the on the toilet? Because he ran into the toilet and so they saw and went, ah, that's where he is. Eat it. Did he not, did he not have his trousers around his ankles? He, yes, he, did, he did, which was convenient because if that was me, I would be shouting himself too. <laughs> and he needed to get there quick. I know. <laughs> so Jurassic Jeff has been very popular. On social media. So is that is that a permanent fixture or something on the South no, Bank? No, it, it, it's going to be disappearing. Um, it looks inflatable, I have to say. It looks inflatable. I don't know whether it is inflatable or not. It's very large. It's very large, but it, it made a bit of a splash on Twitter with Jurassic Jeff. And I thought it was a great way of celebrating 25 years of Jurassic Park. I can think of better ways of celebrating 25 years, like a, a, like a dinosaur. That's predictable. <laughs> That you can see. Oh, it's he doesn't even look like the character in the, in the film. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a brilliant. It's a different way of marketing because now everyone's talking about Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, and all oh, that was twenty-five years ago. Much mm. more than people going, "Oh, I feel old now." Jurassic Park's twenty-five years old. Let's go down to London and sit in his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stroke the pug. Let's that. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, so moving a little bit north from London, we have B in the city which is Manchester um, have got a trail that's launching um, from the 23rd of July. And it's a trail of bees. So they've got the Manchester Bee. They've had over 100 artists come and decorate bees. And they're going up all around the city centre of Manchester. And they've got a bee trail, so you can go around looking at them. So these are physical... Physical like bees. Statue things. Yes. So like when Liverpool had the lamb bananas. Yes. Yeah, and there's been other things like that. Manchester's got the bee. Tall. Okay. Mm. Trail, so it's, is it like um, things of 
interest to tourists or something. Yeah, so it's 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 a lot of just there's lots of the same bee, all been decorated up different ways to commemorate different things. So there's um, girl guides have done one, a couple of artists have done one. Um, there's um, sponsorships from companies in Manchester that have done them. So there's lots of different ideas and things. Do you remember? I don't know how long ago this is. It's probably something for the Commonwealth Games in 2002. Yes. The cows. The cows. Yes. The random cows. Random cows that we had in Manchester. They're doing the same thing with the bees. But there's over 100 of them. Oh, interesting. Why did we have the cows? Do you remember? Um, I think it was... Cow Parade. That's what it was called. It was called the Cow Parade. Mm. And I think it was just a Billy Piper reason. Because we want to. Oh. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, is the well, I like the bees. I like the bees as a bees. nice idea. Um, Do they have a giant sex bee? I haven't seen them. Oh. They don't actually go out until the 23rd. So oh. You and your filthy mind. Everything's sexual. It's disgusting. Exactly. Well, if a the bee- technology's there nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so the bee can say no. It can do philosophy. <laughs> family mode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on Friday, there was a, a movie release, as Lee's already said. Um, which was Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia 2? Mamma no. Mia 2. Is Mamma Mia 2 out? It is indeed. No um, way. But Twitter was, was filled with people getting overly excited. I call it overstimulated Twitter mode. <laughs> right. Um, because Mamma Mia was trending within like 10 minutes of it being released. Um, and there were a lot of tweets that weren't necessarily aimed at the film. A lot of people's reactions to the film. Mm. Um, so we had uh, Emma who said, what happens when everyone on an island gets big dick energy? <laughs> oh dear. Mamma Mia 2 <laughs> is what happens when everyone on an island has big dick energy. Yep. I don't understand. I, I don't know. Have big you dick. seen the film? Well, there was no big dicks in it. No, no, <laughs> no big dick big energy. Dick energy. <laughs> what, what is that? It's that kind of cocky, what, what was termed swag at one point. That kind okay. of, I've got the... The goods. Sort of oh, thing. is is that what the film's like? Yeah. <laughs> she wandered into another, into an alternative. No, what no, what big, song did what ABBA song did they put to that? <laughs> no, big Dick Energy is an idea as a, a a thought process. So it's like I've got confidence. I'm exuding confidence. I don't care what the people think. It's that kind of okay thing. So oh. Julie Walters didn't get a big dick out. Uh, she had big dick energy though. Oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah, Talking about the <laughs> shares big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> she has got big dick energy. That, if, if someone's got the epitome of big dick energy, it's Cher. I don't think it'll catch on that. You I don't, you don't fancy a bit of big dick energy? No. Sounds like Dick Emery. <laughs> big, big Dick, dick Emery. Emery. I think I'd rather have big dick energy than big dick Emery. <laughs> We've got X-rated. So, we have. We've got a bit. Ooh. So yeah. Sex um, dolls. <laughs> big dick energy. Exactly. It's what happens when Mike states don't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't the the only pit person what a that tweeted. Ring. Sorry. Um, so Pete also said, um, "Turns out a massive group of teenage girls will judge you very hard if you're a guy seeing Mamma Mia." <laughs> oh, no, problematic. <laughs> so um, apparently. People will judge you if you go to a movie on your own. I only ever go to the cinema on my own. See, I enjoy going on my own because then when I'm a ugly, crying, snotty mess, <laughs> no one can judge me that's, not a, that's just, just a stranger. It's fine. I prefer going. Because the thing is, when you're in the cinema with other people, you're distracted from the film. 
Mm. Because inevitably you're being offered snacks or comments about the film or just, you know, they've not switched the phone off or whatever. But when I'm sat on my own watching a film, I can concentrate on the story and I'd rather do that. What kind of I've person? I've got enough trouble with other people not switching <laughs> the phones off, throwing popcorn about, who are seated next to me inexplicably when I'm there on my own. I would rather have an empty cinema entirely to myself so I can watch Whitney without being distracted <laughs> by teenage girls going, oh, look at that. So I think we've just woken up, Neil. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> no, it, rage it, levels it, are high. Rage has been rage rage. high. No, but I love the cinema. I love the cinema, but I, I hate... Other people. So it's people you hate. Love yes. the cinema, hate the people. What's so you have to. Like? So, so I take it you will have to go and see films at like late at night or in the middle of the day. I have done, and like, I do. But then you've got the pensioner factor, you see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The boiled sweets. Oh, there was an old lady sat in front of us, and she had the most rank perfume on ever. It was like old lady essence combined. <laughs> and, um, was it lavender by oh, any chance? It had lavender in. I think it had a little bit of. TCP. Oh. oh, it wasn't good. I wasn't happy. Did you complain to her? Just to tap her on the shoulder and say, "Can you move forward? You stink." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch the film. I'm trying to watch the film. Thank you. There's some big dick energy going on. Yeah. I'm not quite. I'm missing all the big dick energy that you're blocking <laughs> your with your is distracting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Connor on Twitter has also said, uh, "My mum and sister have gone to see Mamma Mia too without me. Gimme, gimme, gimme a new Jeffing family." He didn't say Jeffing. He sounds we very did. spoiled, doesn't he? So he's upset that his family have gone gone without him. Is this gay Twitter by any chance? Some of these people are are homosexual, yes. 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 I wouldn't be too upset. Really? Yeah, if my family... I'd rather my family went without me to watch the film, (laughs) to talk about it during the film loudly between themselves. Really get rage about this, don't you? Yes. I've I've had fights in the cinema. (laughs) Really? Yes. Like physical fights? I've thrown things at people to get them to shut up. Now this isn't the first This isn't step one There's multiple steps Before I get to throwing Okay Because num- step it's one It's a sighing It's a tutting You do your tutting yeah. Tut- No I'm verbal oh. Step one Shh, Shut up Okay Step two I've told you to Jeff in shut up Shut up Step three, I've paid 11 quid to sit here and watch this Jeffin film. I haven't paid to come in and sit here listening to you Jeffin speak. So shut up. Step four is throwing. Okay. What do you throw? Children. Uh, an empty... Um, <laughs> Seats. Uh, bot- an empty... Anything I've got that's empty. Oh, nice. Because it's, it's a bit much to be throwing full, <laughs> full <laughs> things over people. Especially after you paid £1,000 for a drink, you know. Yeah, exactly. So you throw em- anything empty, and that usually works. And usually, if I use the C word, <gasps> then other old people turn around and say, hey, there's no need for that. <laughs> and that's, that is enough attention on them to get them to shut up. That has happened, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> word. Okay. I think it was quite a docile film I went to watch as well. <laughs> it's like Bambi or something like yeah. that. <laughs> but don't, don't, don't speak during the film, or I will get angry. And I think, do you know what? I just, because the thing is, I can either go and get a, an usher from the front and they'll just come along and go, could you be quiet, please? Or I can just deal with it there and then. I don't care if I get done for assault. <laughs> as long as you're not wasting that £11. Exactly. Um, but also on Twitter, James on Twitter um, said, I haven't seen Mamma Mia 2, but I can already tell you that I would suck off the entire male cast. Oh, that's quite strong. It's a big yeah, it is very strong. strong and I was, I was agreeing with him for a while. I was there going... 
There's they, a horse in it as well. Because they all have big... <laughs> <laughs> well, do they have big dick energy too? Um, <laughs> but I, I was thinking, I completely agree with him. And then I remembered Pierce Brosnan. I went, oh no. He doesn't... Does he break your rule of... of your age rule, Pierce Brosnan? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Pierce Brosnan. Despite it's, age? Despite age. Why? Even if he was in the age rule, I wouldn't know. What's the, what is it about Pierce that you don't like? He was James Bond. Is it just that it? That, that but he was in Mrs. Doubtfire, and that, that's good. But he wasn't a nice person, Mrs. Doubtfire. No. Do you not find it... Did you not even think during his younger days in James Bond that no. he was not... You didn't, you didn't find him attractive at no. all? I actually dislike James Bond's. As well, because he played one, you wouldn't touch it with? Wouldn't touch him. No, it's no. a deal-breaker. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. What about the current James Bond... Daniel Craig? Yeah. No. Nope. Not interested. Not interested anymore. Anymore because he played because James he Bond. Played James you can Bond. be as hot as you want, but if you star in James Bond, you're dead to him. That's it. Pretty much. Go. Not even in the James Bond film where he um, gets his leg touched by the evil gay villain. No. <laughs> Would do the evil gay villain if he wasn't in James Bond. Really? Yeah. So you're weird about in the cinema, mm. and you're weird about James Bond's. So what are you weird about? <laughs> Big dick energy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro that, surprisingly. So yeah, um, so um, Mamma Mia, trending for all the fun reasons, rather yes. than actual film. Okay, fine. That, that's all of the social news for this week. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Um, so now that we're all caught up, on the social trends and showbiz for this week and all that big dick energy. <laughs> uh, um, did you enjoy that with all, all the big dick energy? Did you enjoy that? No? <laughs> rude. Far too rude. Simon, you enjoy a bit of big dick energy? Every day. Every day, he loves it. So it's time to welcome our guests for this week. Please welcome hardcore punk band Dead Retinas. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm CJ. I'm the vocalist. I'm Chris. I'm the bass player. I'm Jack, and I'm the guitarist. Thanks for coming along to see us all today at Chewing the Cud. Thank you for having us. It's important at this stage, I think, just to point out that we're not all homosexuals. Are we? No, but we're all about yeah. diversity here, aren't we? No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you were the first it's first straight people we've had on the show, actually. Really? Oh, yes. Landmarks. So welcome. Breaking new ground. Inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, um, but CJ, you're one of us, aren't you? Yes. You are one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it makes any difference in a hardcore punk band? Absolutely. Like, um, it's such a masculine world to be able to be insanely flamboyant on stage in front of very straight-faced masculine hardcore punk fans is quite a joy to behold really yes do you see some shocked faces um more that's what we go for really the shocked yeah. faces yeah. Like, yeah. i think if anything it's worked in our favor not yeah. to say that we're not really good because we are mm. but um you know it's yeah no, the, yeah, the, the flamboyancy of CJ is, is not there to like compensate for anything else, but it just mm. adds to the whole spectacle of it, doesn't it? So. It is a very straight yeah. world, isn't it, rock music? It is, but again, yeah. it's one of those like scenes which has become more and more acceptable, you know, like it's, it's progressive, like it's, it's full of nice people, even though like a lot of them look absolutely terrifying and that, but you <laughs> yeah. know. Cool. I was going to come on to this, actually. It does, yeah. if you go and see a rock band, they will very often look terrifying um, with their long beards and lots of tattoos and angry screaming um, but actually you go to a rock, uh, gig and they're the nicest people 
yeah. that you'll ever meet. It's it's mad because you know you you'll see someone on stage like CJ for example just go and all that. Five minutes later they're just like, hi, you're right. Can I it's get you drinking? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, do you meet your fans? Uh, yeah, we just hang out usually after the show. Like we've had a few people ask for autographs, which is really weird. Yeah, like the, uh, the last gig we played, like there was a guy asking for autographs, and like that's never like really happens. It was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's strange uh, getting to the point where you're not just playing to your friends, isn't it? Like, yeah, when when you see people in a crowd that. who like are not there just because. You know like someone there yeah. because they actually like your music. And it's like, That's it's crazy. Nice. Someone's yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah, I saw you guys a few weeks ago. I can see you again. I'm like, but you don't know anyone in the band. <laughs> why, yeah, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we made friends with a few of our fans as well. Like, we've got one who uh, called a teeth that comes down to every show now and always records us and puts us on Facebook Live and stuff. And he's really chilled awesome, out guys yeah, yeah. so like mm. hey I'm all, all for recording like us, it's more content at the end of the day how long have you been to it together as a group uh, me and Jack have been playing since 2011 2011 I think it was yeah um, we've been playing all the way through high school as well but it wasn't until 2011 when we got together and then Chris has been almost two years is it in like November Maybe. Yeah, I think it's about a year and a half. Uh, And our our drummer's been with us for like two and a half years now. So, also called Chris. So, you got Chris, Chris, and Chris. I'm debating changing my name. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a new requirement. And how do you. um, Because hardcore punk is quite a departure from what we were talking about just before. Um, you know, we um, grew up on things like, well, take that, um, sort of pop music. How do you get to hardcore punk? Um, it's, um, I, I don't want to sort of coin phrases, but it's it's the elements of, it's the anarchy elements of punk mixed with the heaviness of metal is probably the easiest way to describe it because you you have old school punk from the 70s like the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and that sort of thing but then you you you've tune in lower and you've got more aggressive vocal styles and um there is a entire subgenre which is just hardcore which is very niche well not niche because it's quite popular mm. isn't it I but mean, like in in terms of people getting into the genre like it's I, I see it as just like it's a release of energy so you know if, you, if you're angry or if you need some kind of release you know like it's I think it, it depends that's, that's I think it depends mean, on yeah. the person or what would draw you to to like heavy music I think isn't it yeah. I think that's different for everyone you know whether you're yeah, like an angry teenager because you're 17 and you you know you just heard Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones or you're a bit older and you know angry with the government you're like well you know Henry Rollins is shouting about this in Black Flag I'll, yeah. I'll go for that you know yeah, but I, as as Jack said, it's a it's a welcoming kind of thing. I think that's what's nice about playing punk is that it's it's always been inclusive. You know, man, woman, straight, homosexual, like regardless. It's, no, it's that's not the judgmental, thing. is it? It's everyone's no. welcome. So yeah, even yeah. though it's angry sounding, you know, it's a very yeah. inclusive you know scene. So. Mm. I, th- I think it's, there's a, a bit more inclusivity in hardcore punk than there is with hardcore because hardcore music tends for me personally tends to be a little bit more elitist than the hardcore punk genre um and it tends to be the one where if you're not hardcore then you're nothing sort of thing <laughs> there's a Basically. lot of elitism isn't there in rock music yeah yeah 
There's a lot of rock snobbery, I think. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But to an extent, I count myself a bit of a snob, to be fair. So, I, yeah. <laughs> well, like, like Caesar was saying about, like, you know, if you go to a proper hardcore gig, you know, like, people are, like, in the crowd, and they are literally just tearing each other to shreds. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how I want to enjoy music. I don't want to be terrified that someone's just going to drop kick me while I'm watching this band. Like, it's, it's very weird. Like, it is. It's, uh, <laughs> to it's, be a, to it's be a, a fan. World. Yeah, um, I've been to quite a few rock gigs, especially at, at Download Festival. I don't know if you spotted my t-shirts. Yeah, how was um, that, by the way? It was great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I, I have come to this sort of genre quite late. Um, I didn't listen to it as a kid. Uh, I was listening to pop music, um, <laughs> um, but then it so happened that I became a steward. You know, just the guy that shows you to your seat at a concert or whatever. And I got offered to work at Download Festival. I thought, why not? Worked at it, loved it, loved the music. You know, it's you the take kind your of. Down, you're, oh, I, love I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't think I'd ever really been exposed to that kind of music before. And so to then, sit, uh, you know, Lemmy was on. It was, it was fa- back in 2013, this was. It was fantastic. Yeah, I think I was at that one as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, and I um, obviously don't do studying anymore, but now I'm a paying punter at Download every year. I go every year. Have you played Download? We wish. You wish. We, we will. You want to get hold of Andy Copping one day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dream. Um, but the, to be a, to be a fan, to be a, you know a, a paying punter at that kind of gig, and to see the way the fans behave, the way they uh, knock each other about, and and sort yeah. of, it's not like the kind of. It's not like going to see and take that. Yeah, that's it. And like when when I was maybe like 15, 16 going to gigs like that, I'd be all over it, you know. I'd be the first one to like crowd surf and that. And like, I'm really liked, so people are more than happy just to like throw me in the air. But like now I go nowhere near that. I'm quite happy like to stay a little bit further back you know, just enjoy it where no one's touching my shoulders, basically. Just, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to spill your pint, either. No, exactly. exactly yeah. <laughs> I think it, number one priority. Yeah, yeah. It's it's important to to note that like the point of that kind of music is you enjoy it however you want. You know, there's no there's no rules, even though you know it might appear that way sometimes. But there's no rules about how to enjoy that kind of thing. You know, yeah. if if you want to like run around and push people, then yeah, go for it. If you want to stand at the back and have a beer, then yeah, you know. It's, yeah. Do you have circle pits at your gigs? Um, we, we did I think we once, had a, right? We did have one like last month, I think. It's probably only like two or three people, but you know. Manchester's a bit of a weird one because like they, Manchester crowds are quite quite difficult. Um, like we played shows in in like Glasgow, where uh, not Glasgow, Aberdeen, Aberdeen yeah. uh, where they went absolutely crazy. Um, but Manchester crowds seem to be a lot more. A bit, a bit more a bit reserved, more, yeah. kind of just arms crossed like that. It's like no one else is having fun. I'm not. Allowed to. Oh right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you're looking a bit confused, there, Lee. Uh, I, what is a circle pit? It's where they all run around in a circle. Should we demonstrate? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so it's not uh, it's, uh, my my limited knowledge of rock music. Mosh pits. 
Yeah, it's a subdivision of a mosh pit, you know, okay. where people are just basically throwing themselves with each other. Right. A circle pit is just people running around in a circle. Okay, that so. sounds. It's, it's, it's like the hokey cokey, you know, hokey cokey, but violent. Yeah, okay, okay, that's clear. And there's always one person in the middle going, "How do I get out?" I need to get out. Idea for next gig: just tell people to do the hokey cokey. Come on, link on. To be honest, they all stand in a circle anyway because I think they're terrified of me. To be fair, like whenever we start, like this oh, this void of space opens up in front of the crowd, and that's where I jump in. So yeah, because oh, like, CJ doesn't spend a lot of time on, on the stage. stage. So like as soon as he gets down, the crowd just goes. Oh. <laughs> Big guy coming in hot. So at the last show we played, we took it a step further, didn't we? And Jack and I had uh, wireless um, guitar system, so. The only one on the stage was Chris, the drummer. We were no just, uh, yeah. We someone someone did comment on our lack of stage presence because we weren't on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you were judged on like stage presence and, st- and like audience reaction and stuff, and it's like there's not really anyone on stage to give us <laughs> stage <laughs> presence. Has so. everyone gone? Yeah. We've got some. We've got some footage of you actually. Oh um, dear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there this, he is. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it is pretty. Uh, that's, that's so a thing right there. This is before <laughs> I jumped down. I always jump down in the second song. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's always like I take my top off as well. And then I there try and go. do the splits. Yeah. <laughs> is the, the, the splits is a thing for you now, isn't I'm it? I'm trying to do them, yeah. I get where this is the lowest I've ever got. Like, which for someone who's six foot three, is that's pretty low so far, so I will be doing it. Did your voice get higher? The lower you go down. <laughs> 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 I see what you mean about the people stood around the camera. Yeah, like they're, going. They're, they're a little bit, because they don't know what to do, because I've got a fan as well, I use a folding right. fan, um, and uh, everyone's a bit like, mm, I don't know what to do now. It's really easy to see, like while we're playing, it's just like just backing away in terror. It's, like, it's good shock value in it. Would you ever do things like X Factor or The Voice or any of those? Kind of talented Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah, Eurovision people do though, don't they? They have well, that like, sort of uh, Finland won it. Yeah, they, uh, Zordi won it that time. Yeah, I've always toyed with an idea of doing a Lord Lordy cover band called Lordy Lord. <laughs> Lordy Lord. <laughs> which I think would be the best thing ever. But yeah, I'll do Eurovision. Hungary did a like a metal song this time. Did, yeah, so, so did. The, the the UK like, entries have been pretty yeah, drab since forever anyway so yeah. I just, it's it just so far removed from like playing actual music isn't it yes yeah. it's, it's crazy like you guys were saying before and just had its heyday now to an extent isn't it, yeah, so, it. don't yeah. you think there's, there's room for a, a talent show that's based on rock or that metal sort of area well that's that's I'd, what I'd we've like been doing so, recently wasn't yeah. it yeah like the talent shows are live shows rather than televised mm. um, whereas you know, we were doing a battle of the bands and we were judged specifically by judges rather than it being, oh, you're the most popular band, so you go through, you're actually being judged on the way that you perform and the music style and the way you interact with the crowd and stuff like that. Usually I'm not hugely down for the whole battle of the bands thing either Mm. because it becomes a competition as opposed to, you know, a load of bands just having fun and having a good night. It's like, instead of playing with the bands, you're playing against the band, which you're with. You know, it, it does sometimes create a bit of negativity, which shouldn't be there. But to be fair, we those three gigs we did, they were all 
good vibes and stuff, wasn't oh, yeah, it? And yeah. you know, was, there was no uh, animosity or anything between the band or anything. Everyone was just there to have a good time, which is probably the best thing you can hope for, really. I don't kind of really scenarios. understand the point of a battle of the bands because how could you compete against another band? In what way do you compete? I mean, it, we weren't told like hundred percent like how it works, or we were just kind of no. It was sort of like it was judged by with some judges, and then the final was judged by a representative of Bloodstock, which is like a more extreme version of Download. Oh, you playing Bloodstock? Um, well, the no, prize. We, we didn't win. That was yeah. the prize. Oh, what you get to oh, if you win? Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> so we didn't we didn't win. However, but it was it was crazy to see how far the scene had come because the entire roster there were six bands on plus four guest bands but there was example Charismata who were a female led band and then Def Goldblum speaking of Jeff Goldblum <laughs> uh, who won one of the slots uh, had a black rapper and then you've got a gay like vocalist so it, the, the inclusivity is there um, and, and like we, we only did it just to sort of put our names out there it's quite a prestigious sort of competition yeah and we, we ended up getting to the final yeah, yeah. Cool. and, and we it was didn't really expect to do yeah I think looking back on it now it's, it's beneficial I think because yeah people enjoyed it and well we enjoyed it as well that's the most important thing really yeah so. do your voices not really hurt the day after because um, it, it's pretty it's, it's full on I, I warm up my voice on my body for 45 minutes before I go on stage there are, which, there are, there are a lot of like you know, vocalists who have fully voice. blown the voice right. out. Like there, there is a technique to doing it. Though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like from your diaphragm rather than gut. from yeah. your A lot of people throat. just scream from yeah. the head or the throat. It's like, if right. that makes sense, you know, yeah. you need to push air up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I warm up for, you know, a long time beforehand. Just got to me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah. Usually humming, humming's the best way of doing it, sort of getting as low and high as you can. But I just, I, I got sick of the way I felt the day after. Um, so I thought I'd start stretching and warming up my voice and stuff, and it seems to do okay for me. My my warm ups have now included, you know, just stretching my neck because the amount of oh, oh yeah. yeah the yeah. next morning. Why <laughs> is it a bang bang over? Bang over. Cool. <laughs> yeah, bang over. <laughs> Who do you see as your influences musically? Uh, for me personally, uh, it's a, a specific band. It's a band called Effed Up or Jeffed Up, if you want. We like that, name. yes. Um, specifically, the vocalist Damien Abraham, who he's lost a lot of weight recently. But when when I was seeing him like nonstop, he was a big like he was just a monster of a man. But he was the one that sort of took his top off on stage, and I sort of followed suit. Um, but he's they're like a, an indie band but with hardcore vocals on top really yeah so so the, like they won the Polaris prize like for for their album chemistry of common life which is like the Mercury music prize but for Canada um, so they, they have a lot of influence they do a lot of indie stuff they do a lot of like orchestral stuff as well wow um, so they're a very considering they've got a, a swear word in their name they're, they're probably the most influential for me personally Wow. And it, it it kind of like that band as well kind of gave me, you know, the the idea to have some like rock and rolly influences like to the way I play guitar in a band, but if it has like screaming vocals over it, so like we're not necessarily like the heaviest band instrumentally, but you know there there is like rock and roll influences in it. like that's that's where my influences come from like rock and roll, blues, jazz, and all that. So. Mm. But punk is fun to play. So. <laughs> yeah. I think there's there's a lot of like interesting punk going on at the moment, uh, which is quite refreshing, really, because I was never 
was ever massively into like Sex Pistols, Ramones, and all that stuff. I appreciate it, obviously, but coming from like a big fan of like progressive rock and stuff like that, there was never really anything uh, like, like that gripped me until I heard um, you know stuff like uh, like Refused, like Converge and stuff. So that was more technical. So when I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, he's playing guitar really fast. Like this is good, but it's punk, you know. Um, so when I first heard the stuff that these guys were doing. I was like, ah, this isn't just kind of the simple thrashing four chord punk. This is you know a bit more going on there. Um, the thing about the thing I've noticed about um, some of the bands I've seen at download is just how technical and and uh, it's really quick. Some of it, and you think compared to regular stuff that's in the chart, you think I, ha- I didn't even know this was possible to play like it's, this. It's mental, yeah, because like people like. With metal bands especially, like people are just always trying to break new ground, like who can play the fastest, the most technical like guitar solo and that. So it's constantly pushing each other. Like I remember when uh was it Dragon Force uh, <laughs> that it came out and like yeah. people were kind of blown away by them because it was just like tapping and like crazy sounds with guitars and that, so But I think like the term pushing the envelope, like especially for that kind of stuff, you it's easy to go the other way and just make it like just go back on itself like you know Dragon Force tapping crazy fast guitar solos but that's all it was yeah for me anyway like you know there was, there was gimmick, no substance you know, like, to yeah. it mm. you know I mean it's quite it's quite interesting the fact that like mm, see I, I listen to more other genres now than I do hardcore punk really so yeah I listen to a lot of hip hop and a lot of soul now do you yeah surprisingly well, we, we, all, say, we all do I, to an extent I yeah. was doing a little important. bit of online research and I read an interview where you have a little bit of a fondness for RuPaul oh I do yes and to see that walk <laughs> he will he will not show up about yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> I for one would like to see a punk hardcore punk version of to see that walk well we were we, we, we have been like, like throwing that idea around you know. yeah. like, before we had me as vocalist I was the original bass player and we we before we had Chris join us, we had another vocalist, and we were going to play a, a punk goes pop set for Manchester Pride on the Man Bear stage, mm-hmm. uh, and we couldn't get it together. And Sissy That Walk was we had a whole oh, list of like yeah, I'd already like put all the uh, the samples on my synth and stuff ready to to, to go oh. and practice it, but like he became unreliable so we got rid oh, no. so we had to cancel out for that that would have been fun but we're not yeah. running out in the future like we've been toying with a we're doing a run the jewels cover who are like a, a sort of east coast hip-hop group. i still want to do a little mix i think we should do yeah, a little, little mix, mix. oh wow yeah. Yeah. i love this idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's like we it takes us ages to decide on like a cover song which is why we rarely do them but like the way forward would be instead of covering a punk song we just cover like a pop classic, mm. you know, and just yeah, it's so much fun to play like pop tunes yeah. and just heavy it up a little bit. Yeah, we're game, right? Cool. Call me mother. Can we expect that in the future? Oh, that'll be a bit different. <laughs> I'll be able to scream some of that yeah. stuff. It's really difficult. Like I can probably learn the voguing, but I don't. I don't be able to. Do <laughs> Would you dress up as Julie Andrews now? No, no. <laughs> I've been asked to dress up as Divine before now. Wow! Uh, like I, I've not done it, like, but we have a song called "An Exercise in Bad Taste," which is a, the tagline for Pink Flamingos. And um, like when we came off stage, we were just like, "Oh, thanks for mentioning John Water. Why don't you dress up as Divine?" And <laughs> it's not like I'm size 15, so I doubt we'll be able to get high heels for a start. <laughs> um, but we put put her on our merch. We've got some new merch. It's just got yes, Divine on it. Yeah. 
Um, we've got are, merch. Yeah, like yeah, it's got Divine's like, face yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Divine, yeah. Um, yeah, they look pretty good, I think. Like, it's, just, it's good to have a band that lets me do that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 he's, yeah. he's, he's called frontman for a reason. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I'll just, you know, have a good time and just party. Yeah, yeah it's good fun. You've got um, some gigs lined up this summer? Uh, summer we're, we're recording next. Oh, you're recording? Well, we've got, yeah. So we're playing at Gulliver's in two weeks? Yeah, time. Northern Quarter, third um, of August. Yeah, third of August. So I got Gullivers. that show, and then the weekend after that, we're going into the studio to record the second EP. No, what is it? It's like the fourth, EP. fourth. The, the first EP with me on board. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we are playing at a Fuel Cafe in Wellington in September, which should be fun. Twenty Falfield, isn't it? Falfield. Wellington, yeah. Um, it's a veggie cafe. Okay. Twenty <laughs> second of September, I think. Yeah. And we're headlining that, so that, that's going to be fun. Um, I got a new harness, so I can I can rock yeah. that. <laughs> custom made harness. Yeah. Custom made harness. Wow. Yeah, like I, I borrowed. Amazing. I borrowed my mate's leather one, and like I, I can't afford a leather harness. So there's a company that crochets fetish wear. <laughs> um, it's so as good can, as it sounds. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah. so I got like a, a black crochet harness that, that bleeds into like bright pink oh but that, that does sound good with an like ring it. sort of on it but like yeah they do like jocks and like suspenders and everything I was just like do they do bumless briefs <laughs> probably <laughs> like yeah. you can I mean it'll, it'll be a bit warm mate having them crocheted out of wool <laughs> like, especially in this heat it'll be like swampy as hell but yeah. <laughs> you'd be you'd be dreading like a plucked thing wouldn't you you'd slowly unravel I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems to be work because I've, I've wore it for the for the last gig we played. It seems to be. I had to crap it. I was, I was worried that it was just going to like spray. act as a sponge, like with all this sweat. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you guys kind of like dread the day where you might come in and say, "Do you know what? I think we should all kind of go down through." <laughs> uh, okay. uh, People say that after the show, and it's like, no. It was just Not a one-off anyway. thing. We, we covered we covered yeah. a song uh, by a Norwegian Daft Punk band called Turbo Negro. And uh, it's a song called Denim Demon, which is uh, all about um, like sex and uh, like fetishism, really. The lyrics are a little bit explicit. Uh, and I was just like, why don't I just wear this harness? And then it suddenly, I was only supposed to work for one one day. And then it and became a it thing. It just became, it became uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Everyone was just like, you're gonna wear the harness, you're gonna wear the harness. I was just like, well, I wasn't going to, but I suppose I better had to, and now it's become this. Yeah, it's, got, it's got to a point now when you, you take the shirt off to do the, the slow reveal and people yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, and then oh, they made me take my, my pants off the other the other show, and uh, yeah. it was just me yeah. in my boxes and, my, my harness, which is but that's um, punk. That's yeah, punk indeed. That's yeah. punk. Yeah. That's gay punk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, take more off, and I, I, and I was like, I, I charge people for more. I know. <laughs> yeah, get only fans set up. Um, so, uh, what's the EP called? Have you got a title? Good question. Do we? I don't think we Not do. Not really. No. Like, we've barely got titles for the songs. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we turn like we've got we've got a song called "You Go, Glen Coco." which is from Mean Girls, uh, which is like my favorite song. And then we got a song called An Exercise in Bad Taste. And we did have a new song which we codenamed and it was called Peanut Butter and Don't Be Jelly, which is a cocktail. <laughs> we can't that, use that. It's yeah, just it's a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little bit of serious. Yeah. Um, so I think we've come up with something, but 
we're, we're just nail, nailing down details mm. and then we can release stuff cool so right. we've had uh, Valentino on Facebook chat saying CJ Smith you absolute stud muffin Oh, oh. <laughs> I work with Valentino at Gadio and ah. uh, I love him, he's amazing. Great. And we've also had Patrick Joyce on saying, um, well proud of you guys. Thanks, Thanks you. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if people want to catch up with you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, Facebook.com slash dead retinas, uh, at dead retinas. Uh, if you want to book us, it's deadretinas at gmail.com. Uh, and do weddings, funerals, christenings. Yeah, like a- a- anything you want. And like, I, I, I'm the one that tends to do all the social media stuff. So it's yeah. probably me that you're gonna get to. But we're open to any gig. We love playing. So the um the stuff is all on Spotify as well, yes. and uh, Amazon Music and iTunes, all that stuff. Mm. Or you can just download it for free off Bandcamp. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. What would you rather people did? Well, it's pay what you like. So, you know, if you want to chuck a few quid our way, then uh, we, we get some get, beer for the next show. Yeah, we tend <laughs> to give away I have all no problem with, it, like, free music, you know, so, you know. Like, but, yeah. What about we'll your merch? Where do people get merch from? Uh, it would be... Bandcamp as well. Yeah, deadretinas.bandcamp.com. I think it's also available on the Facebook page as well. Yeah, you can get it on the Facebook yeah, you page. Can get, they you can get shirts, patches, and all that. So. They come up to 5XL as well for all the... All the big, the big guys out there. Yeah. Yeah. Small to 5XL. <laughs> cool. Brill, all right, we'll check them out, give them a search, and uh, listen to the music and buy their stuff. All right, so at this point, it's now time to indulge ourselves in the Jar of Joy, which is something that we are doing as part of our extra content for you dedicated viewers who are watching our recorded version. Thank you for that. Uh, So, uh, Dead Retinas, if you'd like to um, uh, fist our jar, (laughs) and um, are you disgusted, Lee? I can see you just- My pearls, where are they? Right to left. That one looks tasty. All right. Film that you watch over and over. Oh, these these are nice. I thought this was going to be like a really. No, no, no. Film that I watch over and over. There's not a lot of films which I would happily watch more than once but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those where you can just have it on in the background and just like it's, I can never get bored of like films like that oh great so, yeah. you like Guardians science fiction yeah yeah. Uh, yeah like we're, we're all like pretty big fans of like the Marvel films and oh. all that you know like Avengers and all that so, like, do you like the second film as well Guardians of the Galaxy yeah yeah it's brilliant. I thought that was it's, like, really the, good. The, the soundtrack as well you know it's mm, absolutely yeah. brilliant you know like 80s classics and that so, like, it, it just brought back you know, a lot of tunes which a lot of people have just forgotten about. Mm, you know, and you're yeah. just like, I remember this, this is amazing. Like, so yeah, oh. soundtrack was probably the best, mm, best yeah. side of that. Probably the third Lord of the Rings film, which is really, really? nerdy, obviously. It's a long I one. Just, yeah, it's a long <laughs> one. And uh, we can go with the extended edition as well, actually, so that's like a good three hours. You know? yeah. Wow. You just, could... uh, yeah, I used to love it so much when I was younger and it's uh, just not lost any of its, any of its magic for me. You've got the patience to sit through three hours yeah, of a film. Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> uh, I have three films. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 
is the first one. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley is my weirdest crush. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead. Um, again, Nick Frost, big crush. Of oh, yeah. um, and the 1960, I want to say eight or nine, the Giorgio Romero version of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. There is a there is a scene in that which is when they're having the the the, the joyful bit of the film where everything seems to be perfect in their situation, and the arcade is the most haunting noises I've ever heard. I don't know why, but an old arcade just haunts me. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I absolutely love that film as well. Fantastic. Question number two. Let's see, I'll take the little roll that one. How many of these are we doing by that one? Just three. Okay. three. <laughs> Until the jazz ends. We'll be here a while. Favourite smell? Mm. You first. Coffee. Hands down. Fresh mm. coffee, coffee beans. Mm. I, I can open up a bag of coffee and just... Mm. Can you walk past the Starbucks or Costa without going in? Yeah, I can, I can avoid stuff like that. Because without sounding like an arrogant twat, I can make better coffees. <laughs> ah, <laughs> really? <laughs> All about the roasting. It is. Exactly. <laughs> the smell of uh, of fried garlic. Really? Yeah. Love it. Intense. Can't beat it. Uh, oh, that's a difficult one. Uh, curry, horribly. I love Indian food. Any particular kind of curry? Uh, Madras. Oh really? But I like Indian food, so that's my favorite. I, I'll literally eat curry all day, every day, if, <laughs> if given the opportunity. Yeah, you don't live across the road from one, do you? Like uh, I do. No, but like mine and my partner's diet consists of ninety percent takeaway. Food. It, it, it used to be your your post practice like meal, wasn't it? Like, yeah, like going to go Tesco and get a big pot of curry and a, like a loaf of bread just to <laughs> <laughs> literally it's like, loaf. Insane, like you know those tiger loaves you get in Tesco it's like wow. it's literally I'd literally eat the full loaf with that curry <laughs> oh that does sound pleasant though. <laughs> <laughs> I would do would you do that Lee? um no well you wouldn't do that no I'd, I'd require a spoon you need a spoon. I really have that. So okay, but but everything else is fine. Everything yeah. else is yeah. fine. Yes. <laughs> you can use a spoon. Just use the bread to dunk. Like, yeah, use the bread to make a yeah. massive curry sandwich. Yeah, I am using the yeah. bread as a spoon. Two birds, one. Well, that's what I do. Like I, I have sometimes have a like tortilla wraps. Uh, with it as well and like, I use that to scoop everything. You're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. It's a makeshift spoon. And the final question. Okay, uh, we'll have this. Right. Any, oh, this is a good one. Any tattoos or piercings? Get them out. I mean, I'll start, yeah. no. So, go for it. <laughs> it's quite unusual, yeah, isn't it, for, for someone in a rock band, a hard, hardcore punk band, not to have any anything at all. Yeah, no, right. naked, don't you? I know. <laughs> I've been, like, talking about getting into it for so long, but I've just never got around to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of those things you, can, you can't really just do on a whim, you know, like, no. you, have, you have to have something which means something, because it's, it's on your body forever, isn't it? So, you know, mm. but uh, to answer the question, yeah, that is a Leviathan. Going up wow! Uh, that's the band logo. Do you want to show it up to our camera so we can yeah, see? Forgot that was okay. yeah. that's How long did that I take? Uh, Twenty-seven hours in total. Not all in one go, but like, that'd be very tiring. That, that would have been yeah <laughs> suicidal. And how painful was it? Uh, so the most painful parts are just under the armpit, which is horrible it's like getting flesh ripped off your bones uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anywhere close to the bone as well so like that bit uh, took 
about 45 minutes just for that little bit there and Ooh. I was just looking at the guy doing it I was like I hate you oh but yeah it just rattles through your body and, like, uh, and then I've got one on my leg from a friend of mine who was a apprentice tattoo artist at the time so he just needed some skin to work on so I was like I've got some of that <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty risky though it is but he's, he's a brilliant artist so I, right. I trusted him so I I've got a tattoo from him as well like, I've got tons of them but I may need to stand up fine for them okay so belly start off I've got me because <laughs> he's There's so me. vain oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that full of himself like you can it sort of looks like I mean Jack pointed out ages ago it looks like I'm being uh, groped by a ghost when it's actually yeah. my face <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I see wings. Yeah. so I've got like a, a crow on there oh well. brilliant uh, I've got a bear paw a swallow there I've got a bear on oh this wow arm. look at that cool. uh which uh, was cool. I've got hard work up there as well. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Great. Well, that uh, brings us to the end of the Jar of Joy and indeed chewing the cud for this episode. Thank you very much, Dead Retinas, for coming on today. Thank We've you, guys. Very thanks much for enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for watching. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show, uh, making sure you click on the little bell on YouTube for notifications on YouTube because for some reason they've taken off the notifications. So make sure you stick them on again. Um, and if you like the show and what we do, please consider supporting us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash cudcast. Um, so, uh, on that note, thanks for watching, and we will see you next week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.